You're listening to Confidently She, a podcast bringing a fresh, encouraging perspective on what it means to be a woman. And while it's okay to not be okay, I believe there's a way to walk through any stage of life with a confident perspective. Hey, my name is Rebecca Biggie, and I am the host of Confidently She, and this is a really great episode. It's going to be great because I have a guest with me. I know I have not had a guest in like a really long time, but I was saving it for someone super special. So let me introduce you to Tanner Hobbs from the Chasing Freedom Show. She is amazing. Tanner, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I'm super pumped. <laughs> we just did a podcast recording for her podcast. So we've been chatting for like the past almost hour. Tell them what your show is all about and what your business is because it is also yeah. really great and something that women just like need to have in their screen time um, if they're on Instagram. <laughs> Thank you so much. So yeah, my name's Tanner Hobbs. I'm 26 and married and almost done building a home. We are supposed to move in next week, hopefully, and we're really oh, excited. Yes. <laughs> um, my husband and I actually took off this year. We sold everything last October, our house, our other car, everything. And we traveled from February till September around the entire US and Canada. And it was incredible and crazy. And I learned so much just about our world and people and culture and um, just what was out there even in our own country too, which was really awesome. So what I do as far as work is I run a business called Chasing Freedom and my podcast is just a branch off of my business. It was just a, a place and a space for stuff to not go away. Cause I love Instagram stories. So I love speaking. I love talking and stuff like that. And I was like, all this goes away. And where can I have a space if someone wants to like binge listen about freedom? Like that just really excited me. Um, for an opportunity for a woman who is struggling to do that in, in her day. Um, and I just believe in the power of that. And just, I just know that God is working constantly on me to be able to help work on the hearts of other women. So, yep. um, yeah, chasing freedom. And what I do as a business is, at, in, in short, I say I'm a health coach and spiritual mentor, but it's a lot more invasive than that. It comes from my own struggles with body image and food and um, putting my identity in men and, and body. And it started out with like my softball career went really crazy in college. I ended up getting hurt and I couldn't get back into it. So then I took that identity and my sport into my body, which then took it into men. And, mm -hmm. um, and that's kind of where everything really started to hit the fan. But at the same time, I was building a passion for health. And uh, it was a very unhealthy start to this passion because I got super obsessive, which my personality, when I'm all in, I'm all in on something. When I believe in it and I commit to it, I have no trouble sticking to it, which I think is um, a great way to be. But in, in some ways, it's not good to be. I always say like, it's good to be obsessed with nothing except for like gratitude and in Christ. Right. And just yearning for that. And so I was obsessed with health and my body and stuff that really just stole my identity and just led me astray for, for a while. Um, 
Yeah. And so I actually went to college for accounting and I was just kind of a lost puppy (laughs) in college a little bit. I was bouncing around from, I ended a six year relationship in college. And so Mm -hmm. that felt really hard because I grew up with him from the age 14 to age 20, I dated him. So essentially what I knew about becoming a, a young adult, I did with him. So I, I felt really codependent. And then when I decided to end that, it was just, I didn't know who I was. And so that kind of began a discovery process. And like any process, it takes time. And I made a lot of, um, I made a lot of mistakes in that time. Um, but I believe that that's why I get to do what I do today. Yeah. And so post college is where kind of my journey started. I started personal training right after college, which people would look at me. I went to a liberal arts, an incredible college, got an accounting degree, and then came out and said I was going to be a personal trainer. So I got lots of weird looks and what felt like a lot of judgment, but I just really knew that that was the path that I was supposed to take because being stuck in a cubicle or punching numbers all day, you know, I just didn't think I was meant for it. We need those people, but it wasn't me. And I didn't feel like in college, I was really comfortable ever in that space or ever desired that I was solely going after it for money security because I came from a very unstable experience in high school with money. Um, and so that's kind of what I was chasing. And all that to say, I started personal training for a couple years. Right after college was the first time I was single for an extended period of time. And so that's when I decided life's got to be different. It's got to be different than what I've been doing. I am so obsessed with my body. I think about food constantly and I feel like I can never A, be me, but also I never feel at peace with anything there. I always need to, something's not right. Something's not good enough. And I was just chasing progress. And so I decided, I I opened up my Bible a couple times in college, actually. I even went on a mission trip in between my sophomore and junior year. And I mean, if I could go back on that trip now, I would, I would do it in a heartbeat because I wasn't spiritually mature enough to be there. Mm -hmm. Um, but I went and it kind of rocked my faith because I, they, I went to Ghana, Africa, the level of faith that they have is just, it looks so different than here in America because they have so much less. And so I, it just really rocked my faith. Cause I'm like, do I really believe in what I believe in yeah. or what I say I believe in? And what the, what the whole, what I'm learning now is that Growing up, I knew the brand of Jesus and I didn't have a relationship with Jesus. And there's a huge difference there. Yeah. And so the brand of Jesus is like the church, what the should, what you should do and shouldn't do what you can do and can't do, you know, it's a bunch of rules and stuff. And so I decided, you know what, I'm going to go after this relationship with God right after I ended college. And it was hard. (laughs) I really removed myself from a lot of things because I really understood that I'm not mature enough to choose well in those situations. I'm not mature enough to go to the bars like that anymore because I know I'm, I'm going to feel guilty and I don't want to live a life of guilt anymore. And so I just really removed myself from a lot. I worked a lot. I spent time like really trying to um, get in the Bible and talk to God more and go to church more consistently and try to find community. And I, w- I felt really alone in that time. Um, but there's beauty that came out of it. I 
soon met my husband after that, he was in a very similar stage in his life. And so we bonded on that from the very beginning of the time that we met. We were engaged six months later, married um, in June of 2017. And it's just been like a whirlwind since in such a great way. The transformation I've experienced in my heart is one that I can't, I can't put it into words, which is why I get to do it through my work. Mm -hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah. So I, I brought that body obsession into my marriage. I was able to, for the first time, be vulnerable and open with my husband. Um, and we just started working through some of that stuff. He had stuff that he was working through. And that just began my freedom journey, truly. And that's kind of where Chasing Freedom came from. And I wanted out of that. And I wanted, I wanted to believe in what I was reading in the Bible. I wanted to believe that I was actually made new in Christ. And that really yeah. was my identity. Because before I had heard that and I knew that in my mind, but I needed it to go down to my heart. And so, yeah, it was after that. That's what I ran after. And I just solely like chose that I was going to love God more than I loved my husband. And if anyone follows me on Instagram or you'll soon see, like I'm obsessed with my husband, but it's just been really, it's been a really cool journey. And so now what I do, I've been personal training. Like I said, yeah, I started personal training in college. So I started health coaching there. Um, and then it's kind of evolved into what it is now. And now I run what's called the freedom method. I've created a six month experience with women where we break down food freedom, um, by weekly teachings. And then we also break down a spiritual mentorship, um, by weekly topics. And so we just kind of work at a pace of grace is what I say. Um, and the beautiful part of the freedom method is that it's, while, while women are going through quote unquote, the same method that, that works. It's not cookie cutter. It's very open-ended method. It's not like, okay, you're going to, you're going to do this. It's, these are, it was, it's questions. It's yeah. learning about yourself. It's learning about your God. It's getting to know the character. It's working on your habits and your routines and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I love it. It's really unique and I love it and I'm excited about it. I'm about to start a new six month, um, experience with women starting January 6th and we're going to dive all in and I'm, I just really love what I do right now. It's yeah. exciting. Yeah, that is awesome. So when you, I think the idea of freedom is mm -hmm. obviously appealing to everyone, right? Like everyone wants Absolutely. freedom. Everyone wants more freedom. Mm -hmm. From your experience, what, what is freedom? What is the definition of freedom that you've found? Mm. That's a really good question. I don't think I've ever been asked that. <laughs> Honestly, just off the top of my head, I feel like this is one of those things where I'd want to sit down and be like, okay, this is what I know it is. But right. freedom is a love for Christ that's stronger than any, any desire you have in this world. And that comes from getting to know Christ. And kind of like you and I were talking about before we pressed record, it takes discipline it takes obedience. It takes things that don't necessarily feel good all the time in order to receive that freedom. And truly like at the heart of freedom, you were given it freely. Like mm. the price has been paid. You have access to freedom, but it's still a choice. It's still mm. a choice to a believe it, but then b live it out in action, faith in action. And so that looks like a lot of times doing things you don't feel like doing, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and in, 
in return, you get the fruits of the spirit. You get love, you get joy, you get peace, you get all these things that you don't realize that you're actually wanting in your life because you are a spiritual being living a human experience. Like we just sometimes don't know it because we've been so either just watered down by like self-care stuff or we genuinely just don't know the word or, or we just aren't educated or we haven't ever, no one's ever told us, you know? Yeah. So watered down, down by self-care. What do you mean? Hey, it's Rebecca. This isn't for everyone, but if you're just like, I'm so done fighting against my body, like every morning waking up and feeling like I just need to deal with this body again today and you've tried all the other things you've done you've done the things that everyone else is telling you that you need to do if you're just like this freaking sucks like i shouldn't have to live like this i don't want to wake up in the morning with these same thoughts i am so over all of the people telling me to love my body what does that even mean i want an actual plan actual steps someone who's done this someone who I can be totally vulnerable with and feel safe. Like they get my struggle because they've been there and they know how to get out of it. They know how to get through it without just shoving it down and pretending like it doesn't matter. I want to invite you into my one-on-one coaching program because that is where you get Someone who can see the blind spots that you are completely unaware of. Someone who can repeat your thoughts back to you in a condensed way that makes sense so that you can actually work through them and move forward. If this is something that you're like, oh, that sounds like me, go to RebeccaBiggie.com forward slash coaching. That is how you get started. That is the gateway into what would be private coaching with me one-on-one. It's not for everyone. Not everyone needs a one-on-one body confidence coach. But if you want someone in your corner, if you want that support, if you want to feel like there's somebody on your side to change the way you think when you wake up in the morning, to change how you feel as you're getting dressed, to make normal everyday things like eating and getting dressed and going to work and talking to people and having relationships, normal. Because if you think about it, you're hacking your way through the Amazon jungle right now, okay? There's like, everything is in your way. I've created a path. And if you're done hacking away by yourself and you want to just surrender to heal this part of your heart, you know that this is what's been missing, you're invited to walk with me on the path. I only work with a few women every year. To be that person that they can be vulnerable with and and share everything that's going on without editing themselves, without censoring it so they don't hurt someone's feelings or, or whatever. Like, I get everything that you're going through. I've thought all the thoughts that you've had. I've tried all the things that you've tried. So go to RebeccaBiggie.com forward slash coaching and that's how you get started. Okay, let's get back to the episode. Mm. So. I always like, I want to be careful how I talk about this. There's a lot, there's this, there's this huge self-care movement going around and I'm not saying like self-care isn't important. It is so important to take care of yourself. That's part of freedom, right? It's part of being able to give people your best, 
truly. Mm-hmm. But there are ways that we can worship self-care instead of worshiping our creator instead. And so things like, and I did, I've done, I still do this on, on occasion where I'll choose things like, well, I really need to get this done in my business. And instead of going to the small group that I already had planned or something like that, right. Where it's just like, well, I got to take care of the things that are necessary for me to be successful or for me to look a certain way or for me to feel a certain way. And you can already hear it in the last three sentences. It's all about me, me, me. Mm -hmm. And when we do that to ourselves, we don't realize what we're creating. It's not that like, it's, it's really just creating this expectation about you that you're not going to be able to keep up with. And that's exhausting. And that's a, I lived that life for so long and it's hard. You never feel satisfied. You never feel like you're actually, you actually are getting to where you want to go. Cause you always feel like there's something else that you should be doing in order to be better. Right. Yes. Um, and so sometimes I just think contentment is just so good. And it doesn't mean that you can't be growing in contentment. You absolutely can. But just the idea of like, can you imagine a week of your life where you feel like you actually are very content in all areas of your life? Probably, it's probably hard to imagine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you, you touched on that a little bit where it's like the idea that if you can't enjoy where you're at, Mm-hmm. you'll never enjoy the next level either because that just becomes yes. the new norm. And especially as like very driven, ambitious people, we're always thinking about what's next and what we can accomplish and how we can, you know, do those things that get us to the next level. But you need to find this balance of being completely content and thankful for where you're at, but still you know, wanting to, to do more if that's what you feel God is calling you to do. It's like this balance. I feel like the Christian life is just this balance of two things that don't usually have a balance. Um, but it's a balance of contentment and drive. Mm. I kind of see it on a a bell curve and this Mm. is what I, how I say, instead of balance, I'll often use like this bell curve chart. And it's like over here is obsession, right? You're doing everything right. You're eating perfectly. You're exercising perfectly. Your routine looks killer. Your planner's all organized. Like life is just groovy. And then over here, you just let, you're just like, I feel like I might fail. So whatever, like it's the whatever mentality. I'll eat whatever. I'll go to bed whenever. Like I don't have any disciplines and stuff. And you just create a very lazy atmosphere in your life. And then Jesus is on top in the middle. And so it's not, it's not good to be obsessed with your schedule, obsessed with your to-dos, obsessed with achievements. And it's also not good to not care at all about any of those things. And that's where Jesus lies. Yeah. And I just love that because balance is a hard word for all of us to wrap our head around because it feels impossible, but we serve a God that does the impossible. And when you can just like replace that with, well, that's what Jesus does. So go to him. Yeah. And then you will be given all that you need. I just, I, one of the things that I love to hit on so much that I think women who are chasing freedom, which most of us are, yeah. are missing. And what I missed for so long is the fact that discipline really does equal freedom. And what I mean by that is that when you choose to be disciplined, when you choose to get up and have that 
extra five to 10 minutes of quiet time, when you choose to like turn off that music that you're listening to in your car and actually take that overwhelm or that stress that you're feeling into prayer, or when you choose to be bold and when you felt that nudge, like I should really pray for her. I should really ask if I could pray over her. You just do it. Like those things, that is what can give us freedom in our life because we're called to be bold, disciplined disciples for the kingdom. And I don't know when I've ever since that I've gotten that, like it just kind of clicked with me. The freedom I've been able to experience from that is so much more beautiful. And now I get to take that into the way that I eat, the way that I move my body, like all the health things too. It comes with the same thing. Well, I eat to nourish my body and I move to honor it. Like Mm -hmm. it's no longer, I'm, here to just achieve these physical goals anymore. It's that those physical goals will come when my, when my spiritual foundation is strong, you know? Yeah. 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 And realizing that like, maybe your body wasn't designed to look the way that you think it should in your head. And how hard is that for women to grasp? Oh, I know it is so hard. It's so hard for me to grasp. I still like, we'll see a body and be like, man, I would love those legs. Cause the legs that I'm seeing in the mirror don't look anything like that. Yeah. And I'm sure my husband would love those legs. Honestly, if we're being real, like yeah. I'm sure he would love to look at those. And so getting past that, well, like you just said, maybe that's not how you were designed for one. And I love what you said. I think you even said it on your website somewhere about just like the, if we are, basically like talking down and have all this hatred towards our self image, then we are just giving that over to the one who created us in his image. Yeah. Yeah. And if I love we're that. Saying, yeah. If we're saying, Oh, I don't like the way that I look, you're basically criticizing God because yeah. we were made in his image and, right. and we are all made differently. And I think that that's one thing that you can choose to see as oh, well, this is how I'm less than other people. Or you can choose to see it as this is how I am uniquely created. So rather than resisting and working against the fact that, so for me, I naturally carry most of my weight in my hips and legs. So Mm -hmm. for me to have very thin legs, it would take extremely unhealthy measures to lose weight there. And so I just needed to let go of the idea of having thin legs. Like, I'm like, you just need to let that go because it would take very extreme unhealthy measures and you don't want to do that. It's, it's, it's not going to be good for you. So instead of figuring out how to make your legs smaller, maybe you should figure out what can you do with these like powerful legs that God gave you? Yeah. Yeah. Like just shifting. I I just think that that like, crushes some people when they first hear this. And I just want you to know if you're listening to this, that's normal. It's normal for you to feel like that's really hard to accept, but it's now, what are you going to do with that feeling that you're feeling right now? Hearing that, Mm -hmm. because that's what was the difference for me. I think I knew that. And I would tell myself, well, I'm never going to be able to have those legs. I'm I'm not made like her. I'm just bigger boned or whatever. Yeah. I would say, I would be like, well, no, that's an excuse. I can at least try. Like Mm. I'm a, I'm an athlete. Like I was born for this. (laughs) Yeah. And I don't know when I stopped fighting it and realized I don't need rules and I don't need like, 
I don't need an exact place to get to get to physically a, a place on the scale or, you know, I, I even was doing measurements for a long time, like weekly mm. measuring parts of my body and stuff like that. And I don't know. It's just, man, the, the fact that I know that that girl was getting up and first thing she did, she'd walk to the scale. And the next thing she did, she looked at her stomach in the mirror. And then following that, it, that is literally what, how my day went depended yeah. on what the scale said, what my stomach looked like in the mirror. Like I'm not out wearing bikinis. Why the heck do I care? Yeah. <laughs> you yes. know, but anyways, yeah, it's just, it is so cool when I have these conversations with people like this, um, and, and able to share the story that I'm like, wow, wow. There's so much possibility for you. If you are struggling with this same thing, because I just got to tell you, I have come a long way, a mm -hmm. long way. Yeah. I'm not there yet, but man, like it's nice to grasp and understand what true freedom is versus what I always thought it was. Yeah. So when you say freedom requires discipline, what's that balance between like, okay, I am being disciplined versus now I'm like trying to control everything and be so restrictive and this is now unhealthy. Like what, mm -hmm. how do you know you have that, that balance? Yeah. So first of all, I think you have to know where you could easily have restriction, where you could easily get it messed up. Right. So if it's for me, it was food and I knew that, um, discipline with food and restrictions, that would be really easy to just call restriction discipline. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I had to, for that, I had to let go of everything. Literally. I had this moment in the shower. I bawled my eyes out literally praying and screaming out to God. Like I am so over this. This is so exhausting. I know you did not create me to live like this. Just crying. Literally. I'm just done, completely done. And beside myself with how I got to that point. And so I released everything, literally everything. And I set up boundaries too. And that's another thing with discipline. Boundaries is a huge part of the discipline. So boundaries, like mm. anything that I followed that said something about diet culture or about tracking macros or about anything that I was so used to doing, I had to mute or unfollow or get rid of, or, you know, my fitness pal app was on my phone. All that stuff had to go my food scale, everything, because it was like ripping a bandaid off. Cause I knew that I would use that as a crutch to stay in control of my own life. And so yeah. there's an example right there. It's just like, where do you need to create a boundary? Because you know, you could get them mixed up. And then the biggest overarching thing is that are you keeping the main thing, the main thing? So if your goal is freedom in Christ and to be completely set free from the bondage and things that have held you back and kept you chained for so long, are you keeping the main thing, the main thing? Cause forever I would say, uh, if someone was to say, Tanner, what are the priorities in your life? I would say, God, my husband, family, friends, and my job when really my priorities were body, my husband, yeah. you know? And so simply no longer living like a hypocrite and actually making the main thing, the main thing. I got involved in church community for the first time in my life. And that changed everything for me because I was getting perspective from other people's lives that were wise counsel for me. And I never had that before. Um, and then just getting into the word, but actually 
going into it with a different heart posture, I used to try to get into the word to get something out of it for me. And then I realized I I'm called to go into the word to learn more about God's character so that I can understand who he created me to be. Mm -hmm. Um, and that really changed a lot for me too, because reading the Bible was really hard for me. Um, and then just praying about it. Like I, I've created what's called the surrender posture. And it's just when you're in that weak moment where you're feeling restricted, you no longer feel like this is healthy and this is not of freedom. And it's a threat to your freedom. You just flip your palms up, you take a deep breath and you just pivot. You literally just pivot and you just think of something else or you remind yourself of truth or whatever. It's just like a pause. I think there's so much beauty can happen in a pause. We just Mm -hmm. don't do it enough. And that, that surrender mode or that surrender posture really helped me to just take an extra thought. And sometimes I still, I would do that and I would still overeat again, but I let myself. I let myself do it because instead of resisting it and creating all this stress and fighting it and fighting it in that time, you can never learn about what's actually going on because you're, you're inviting stress into an already stressful situation instead saying, do I feel better? And did I get what I was needing and then move Mm -hmm. on? And that's it. Mm -hmm. Like then move on. And then you actually have more self-awareness and that's a whole other part of this that I could go into just self-awareness in general about, you know, even little things have helped me recently. It's the Enneagram just becoming self-aware about like how I was created. It's been cool. Yeah. Um, and why I think the way that I do, because sometimes I'm like, that's messed up. Why do I think that way? (laughs) Or why do I feel that way about certain that certain person or whatever. Mm. I've got to let that go. That's so bad. That's so bad. And you just beat yourself up over these things when really you can have a deeper understanding. And when you do, you learn how to change it, you know, mm-hmm. it's another tool yeah. to use to, to learn more about yourself. So speaking of tools, um, if someone is like, okay, Tanner, like you sound so similar to me, but I'm in that like darker place right now. How do I get help with this? What tools do you have available for someone? Yeah. So if someone's like not ready to invest in themselves, then the Chasing Freedom Show podcast would be a really good way to Mm -hmm. um, just start diving into some of this freedom work in general. Um, Follow me on Instagram at Trainer Tanner. I'm constantly talking about things like I talked about today in this podcast. And then if you're like, I need the accountability, I want the high level coaching. I'm ready for, I'm ready for the transformation. Like I'm ready for my heart posture to completely just be rocked. That would be the freedom method that I was just talking about. So that's the six month mentorship. We start January 6th. So reach out to me and we can definitely have a conversation about that. And I'd love to hear more about your story. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing everything and for being vulnerable about your story and just so much good things that people can take away from this. This was such a blessing to have you on the show. Absolutely. I have a question for you. And actually I always ask this on my podcast, but I forgot to ask it on every episode, but it'll be good for your audience to hear a little bit from you about where right now are you chasing freedom? Hmm. I think I'm chasing freedom in my energy. Like I mentioned on the podcast we did, like my energy is so split right now. It just feels like I'm doing so much and I just want to feel free in like how I spend my energy, how I spend my day um, and, and not feel the pressure to do a million things, but to just like rest 
rest in that. So kind of like the freedom of rest probably. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm great for that. Thank you.